Victoria, how are we? I'm all right. Hello, Rory. Hey, buddy. Email, email of complaint uh, into the show. Oh, dear. Arrived on Friday evening at about half past ten, which says to me this fella has been, he was chewing about this all day. <laughs> <laughs> and then sat down, maybe had a couple of vinos and went, I'm going to tear this fella a new one. scribbling like yeah. an M&M video. <laughs> <laughs> dear Casey, I'm watching what you No, 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 no. Dear Mr. Cunningham. Oh. oh. This is official. Oh. I hope this letter finds you well. I'm e- emailing you to voice my disdain for your comments regarding fast lanes not existing. I did mention this last week. Right. Because we had a lot of incidents involving cars overtaking yeah. and moving. And I said there is no such thing as a fast lane. It's an overtaking lane. Okay. Now I'm not one to nitpick about semantics and whatnot. There might be a bit of confusion on the road and perhaps a clarifying word from the radio waves could do wonders. You see, the fast lane is just that, a lane for driving at a faster pace. It's not just an overtaking lane. It's a lane for those who, for various reasons, need to get from A to B with a bit more urgency. I found out lately there seems to be a prevailing misconception that the fast lane is solely for overtaking slower vehicles. While overtaking is undoubtedly one of its functions, it's not only it's not the only one. A lane is designed to keep traffic flow smooth and efficient and allowing those to zip through without hindrance. It goes on and on oh and my on. Gosh, I yeah. believe a bit of clarification on this matter could go a long oh. way in fostering a harmonious driving experience for all. <laughs> and as the voice of Breakfast Radio in Cork, really? <laughs> your words could hold some sway and a little nudge in the right direction. Uh, it might make the roads a tad smoother. Thank you for considering my humble suggestion from John M. Cawley. Wow, John. Well done, John. That was an well essay, done, John. John. He's right, like. He is right. It's the fast lane. It is the fast lane. Don't you two start. It's the fast lane. Because you go faster than the, the other lane that you're in, so you go into the fast lane to in, go faster. In theory, you overtake, you have to no, go a little... it's the fast lane. Yeah. No, there is no... There, there, there is... There it's is, the fast lane. Yeah. There is no fast lane. And the only way I can get this through to all of you is put it into a song. There is no such thing as a fast lane. It's an overtaking lane, not a fast lane. I'll put it in a song to make it last. There is no lane for driving fast. Why do people call it a fast lane? It's an overtaking lane, not a fast lane. When you want to overtake the car in front, use the overtaking lane, you dope. <laughs> You know, because they didn't design motorways. Motorway engineers didn't sit down and go, hey, let's make a lane that they go really slow and a lane that they go really fast and encourage them to drive really fast. Over, over, it just over, isn't like over, that. Over, over. Sing it, Cork. There is no such thing as a fast lane. It's an overtaking lane, not a fast lane. Please don't call it that, you langer. You'll end up giving me a banger. <laughs> overtaking lane. It's called overtaking that was like something out of a Disney film, Casey. Yeah, it's a fast lane. Two of you, gone. Fast. <laughs> Off the show. Cork's new way to wake up. <laughs> this is Red FM Breakfast with KC. Hey! See you Happy birthday, Caroline Cabana, today. Enjoy your day, Caroline, from all your fan club. And Ellen and Sarah, give them a shout out this morning. They're here waiting in the car for the school gates to oh. open. Boom. Someone has uh, a music request shout out this morning. Morning, lads. I'm here. Any chance to hear George Michael Fastlane? Have a great Monday. <laughs> 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 Money. Red FM breakfast with Casey. Money
morning, Kathy. Hi, yes. Laura. Laura, you better say hello Hi, to Vicky. She'll get very cross if you don't say hello to Victoria. <laughs> She's already said hello to me. I've been chatting to her before. Your besties. Uh, off air yeah. besties. Yeah, yeah. Laura from BlackRock is about to do the big food shop this morning. Oh. Now, give me give me an insight into Laura's big food shop. <laughs> How many trolleys, Laura? Oh, just one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, maybe two. Yeah. Have you, you can only d- afford one these, these, <laughs> in these yeah, days. Yeah. True. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever done the double trolley? You see it at Christmas time, don't you? People pushing two trolleys around the place. Uh, no, no. I haven't yeah. done that yet. I haven't either. Yeah. And how much is your big shop every week? Oh, ranges to about 200 euros. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty average. Yeah. Yeah. And how many big shops a week do you have to do? Because that won't do the well, whole I week, will it? Well, top-up, no. A yeah. top-up then towards the weekend. There you go. Yeah. Top-up is the way to go, Laura. <laughs> you do, you end up throwing out so much grub, don't you? You do, yeah. yeah. No, I'm very good. Are you? Oh. Are you? You're one of those militant people now that is everything to a T across the week. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought as much. Uh, let's give you a thousand euro for your big shop. Here we go. Let's play in three, two, one. Laura, Bart and Lisa are characters in what animation? The Simpsons. What UK city are the Beatles from? Liverpool. Can you tell me for question three, the name of this TV show, finish the name of it, Curb Your... Enthusiasm. Question number four, Brezzy from the Blizzards is from where? Oh. It's Niall Horan. Question number five, what Katie was once married to Peter Andre? Katie Price. Question six, uh, what country is comedian Billy Connolly from? Scotland. Question seven, finish this classic slogan, have a break, have a... Kick-cat. Question eight: uh, A macarachi, a mar- mariachi band comes from what country? Mariachi band. <laughs> mariachi band. <laughs> Didn't help her. No. <laughs> Are you still there, Laura? Oh, oh hey. Oh, her line's gone dead. Oh no. Oh, no, that's a disaster. She could have given me the right answer and her phone's she gone. She could have. Oh. We'll have to ring her back. Will I get her back? Oh, this is this is a weird one. What yeah. should we do in this situation? I don't know if this has ever happened to us before, has it? No, her line dropped oh. in the middle of the call. And she had got, I can tell you, she has everything she was, correct. She was doing really well. Will I oh, phone her back? It's only fair. Yeah. It's only fair. Give her a buzz back. I'll take a quick break and we'll bring her back and we will give her 10 seconds for the last three. I'll give her 15 seconds for the last three questions because... That's lousy. She could have got 10 out of 10. All right, stay with us. Quick break, and we'll come back and we'll see if we can get Laura that money. Hang on. With Easy Living Interiors, Eastgate Retail Park, Paladuff, North Point Business Park, and Maham Point Retail Park. Laura, are you there? I am. I don't know, we lost you during the quiz, Laura. Don't know what happened. I know, I don't know what happened. Did you drop the phone or something? No, no. Did you do that thing where you didn't know the answer, you chickened out and you hung up on me? No, no, I didn't. The phone just went dead. Now, I can tell you that up until question number seven, that you had everything correct. (gasps) You have three three questions to go to win a thousand euro. And it is not fair that we just like bring you back and make you do the whole quiz again. No. So I'm starting the clock and I have allowed for... 15 to 19 seconds yes. for th- which is about right as yeah. to where we were during the game okay okay alright so Come are on, you ready Laura. to go let's play in 3 2 1 question number 8 a mariachi band originates from what country Mexico question number 9 what boxer is famous for his cooking machines oh George Foreman and question 10 who played the lead role in the movie Mall Cop the very funny guy 
Lead role in Mall Cop. Paul. Paul. Lurch. Lurch. Oh. No. What did you say? Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Okay, all right. Let's go back and see how you got on. Well, you know for a fact that we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions definitely correct. Did you get the other three? Oh. How are you doing, Vic? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, I didn't get the last one, I don't think. You didn't get the last no, one? No, right, I was okay. stuck. I think I got them all apart from the last one. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Mexico is correct. Mariachi band. Mm-hmm. I would love to have one of them in the house. Oh, so would I. Just living with you. Yeah. Every every time you every time you walk into the kitchen in the morning. <laughs> you feel great for straight away. Instant good mood. <laughs> the boxer made famous for his cooking machines, George Foreman, yeah. is correct. Uh, George has sold over a hundred million grilling machines over the years. He's done all right. And the answer to number 10 for 1,000 euro who played the lead role of the movie Mall Cop you said Paul Blart that is the correct answer you've just won 1,000 euro winner winner chicken dinner yes thank you so much it was worth bringing well done Thank it was, you. It was worth bringing you back, wasn't it? It was. Thank you. Oh my God! Well done, Laura. That is the that is the big shop, even bigger than it was before you came down to the door. Thank you. Oh, well I'm done, so Laura. happy for you. So Thank happy you for you. Uh, how bad? So uh, Monday morning with a grand in your bank account. Who's there with you in the background, by the way? My daughter and my grandson. He's just Aww. heading to school. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> They're all very proud of you, Laura from Blackrock. Laura, what's your full name, please? Laura McLean. Laura McLean from Blackrock. Yeah. You've just won one thousand yeah. euro on the Red Thank FM you. pop quiz. I'm so so happy for you. Thank uh, you so much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. I want a WhatsApp photograph into the show tomorrow of the trolley <laughs> that you're going to play, <laughs> that you're topping up with today. Um, okay. Listen, absolutely delighted for you. Well done. We're on the way to a hundred grand jackpot on the Red FM cash machine. And loads of you messaging in. Didn't Kevin James play the lead role in Mall Cop? Yes, you're right, but Paul Blart was the lead character. So that's the little bit of confusion. Who played who was the lead role in the movie Mall Cop? Paul Blart, the character, Kevin James, the actor. Yeah. We could we couldn't pull around that one. In culture, that's the sport with free now. What happened, uh, your man Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton, yesterday? He's he, disqualified for something. He finished second at the United States Grand Prix last night, right? Yeah. And then because Formula One is just so mired in just technical. Yeah. Yes. Finicky. The, his Mercedes failed a physical floor and plank inspection. No, as planks ourselves, we'd know all about failing plank inspections. Did, did he have to get out of the car and lean on his elbows and just stay in a <laughs> stiff position? Stay in a plank there now, Lewis. <laughs> see how fit you are. Let yeah. me see that core strength. Charles Leclerc Ferrari failed for the same thing. It's basically a bit of wood underneath your car and it had worn away to an unacceptable level to the FAI of the Formula One um, Sturdy people um, So he was disqualified There's wood In Formula One cars Yes Yeah that's the plank So it wore away um, Too uh, wow. Too much So they weren't happy So they were like You're out the gap there Lewis Kurt That's, un- Charles, that's shockingly well, unfair that's, so that's his team's it's fault This is so technical Yeah it's kind of, It would turn you off Formula One I know but if, you'd, if you If you had marbles in your pocket They'll throw you out of Formula One I mean it's, it's <laughs> that there's, there's so many rules in it I'd never heard of failing a plank of before <laughs> Yeah I know
Lewis Hamilton, if you're stuck for a few bob, we've got 100 grand in the uh, Red FM cash machine for you to win. Get you involved in that next. Don't go anywhere. This is Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's Red FM Breakfast with KC Monday morning Joel Curry and drinking still getting his mammy to do the washing and still Joel Curry you're still dropping bags of, sh- bags of washing over to your mum's house <laughs> that's what I love about it man yeah like honestly I've just accepted that I'm just no good at using the washing machine um, I've got an yes. apartment in Ibiza and um, I thought you know what this summer I am going to you know work out how to do my own washing and get it done but that <laughs> and it's not happening I still fly back and give it to my mum so. if I arrived home to Mayo with a bag of washing to my mother yeah. I tell you she, she, she'd f- she'd fling me. it back at you she'd bait me down the road with yeah. a hurry She'd be right too. Fix VIPs. Red FM. VIP time. Yeah. What's happening? So Rebecca Lou's finally decided across the weekend to address the Netflix Beckham documentary. Uh, this is the four-parter that's um, currently on the streaming platform. I know you've seen a couple of episodes of it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't come across any Rebecca stuff yeah, yet. Yeah, okay, I'm, so I'm maybe sure that's the in the last the last half of it. But basically, uh, Rebecca allegedly had an affair with David. This was when he was playing in Spain. I think it was for Real Madrid, but I can't yeah. actually remember the team. I think it was Real Madrid. It was Real, yeah. Um, so she's, you know what? Fair enough. I'm sorry, but I'm kind of on her side here. She's basically upset with the way that he's being portrayed in the documentary because she thinks he's playing the victim. Here's a clip. He is making himself the victim and he's making me look like the liar. He's making me look like I've made up these horrible stories. I'm the one that's made Victoria suffer. Poor him. He's had nothing to do with this and it was so awful. I think it's one thing if you don't want to take responsibility for things at home because of your family and your children, that's absolutely fine. And if he hadn't even mentioned any of that and just said it was a tough time for us and moved on, I wouldn't be here today. The stories were horrible, but they were true. And he's the one who's responsible for all of this. It's his behavior, it's his lying. If I don't speak, if I remain silent, I will be known as the liar, the one who made up the stories. And I also have a family, and I also have children, and they also have Google. They can also watch documentaries. And I want them to know that their mother was brave enough to stand up against them and to stand up for the truth. I'm on her side. Fair enough. I mean, if she, I haven't seen the parts where it comes to that. I don't yeah. know if they even mention her name. Do you remember, it? I played a clip of it yeah. on VIPs about two or three weeks ago, yeah. and it's really they kind of just skirt around the issue. That was the clip that I saw. Yeah, they don't actually even say her name. Well, her name is Rebecca Lose, right? Right. Why? Isn't she giving Armitage Shanks a run for their money and bringing out her own range of, of toilets? Think of it. It's perfect. Rebecca Lou's toilets, sinks, bathrooms, business opportunity going to miss in there. There you go. Thank and God you could, she didn't you, do that. You could have the U bend it like Beckham at the back of it then. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, lads. I mean, it's, there, it's on the table for you. Take it, it and use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's kind of the Rebecca Lou stuff. Oh, yeah, I meant to tell you, she also revealed, this is a little bit awkward, that um, Ronaldo was having a house party one night. They were round there, and uh, Victoria Beckham rang Rebecca Lou's phone looking for David, and yeah. allegedly David was upstairs in a bedroom with a, a hot Spanish model, and the bedroom was being guarded by his two bodyguards, and she had to leg it up the stairs and uh, tell him that his missus was on the phone. 
imagine the scandal sandwich. <laughs> That's a scandal sandwich. So he, here's Beck, Beckham's the meat in the middle. Yeah. And, and over this side, Spanish model. Yeah. You've got the bodyguards. Yeah. You've got the, the nanny slash uh, PR organiser. What was Rebecca Rose? Yeah, she was kind of there. PA, PA. PA, PA. And then you have your wife on the phone. Yeah. And you're right in, in the middle of all of that. Yeah. And she said he just came out of the room, spoke what? spoke very quietly on the phone to Victoria and then handed the phone back yeah, to her. I'm, I'm practising my penalties, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wake up to Red FM Breakfast with Casey on Cork's Red FM. Red FM Breakfast with Casey. All the latest things. Ran out to the photocopier there and I could hear the rain yeah. hammering off the building. It's, it's really heavy this morning, isn't lashing it? Lashing down again. Uh, so you know the drill. It's a day on a Monday. Well, I thought we were going back to normal and people had just had enough. How much rain can Cork get know, in like four yeah. days? Uh, thank you so much for all your updates, all your messages, all your WhatsApps. We really appreciate it um, because we couldn't do this crack without you, really. Okay, see, there's a lot of surface water on the N25 from um, Middleton up as far as uh, Carrick Tool uh, this morning. So ask your drivers to, uh, listeners who are driving, to slow down and take it easy. Um, it's just there's kind of spots flooding in in, in uh, areas as well. All over the place. Seamus, thank you so much for that update. 0868 104 106. Uh, that is the number if you want to give us a shout this morning. I know you're going to love this story. But uh, astronomers have found a radio signal from another galaxy they say has been transporting through space for 8 billion years. Oh my gosh. And they think that this radio burst that they received from another galaxy could be a message from another civilization. This little five second burst that they got. Whoa. Which is pretty incredible. Are you winding me up? I'm not winding you. I swear to God, you can Google it. One of the biggest stories around over the weekend. A billion euro radio signal from the other side of space. Do you want to hear the audio? Go for it. So, what they captured was absolutely incredible when they fine-tuned into that galaxy. Scanned and from the exact moment where they realised... Crystal swing, lads! You're such a langer. <laughs> you know that? You actually are. Do you know that? I was getting really excited then about some breakthrough space news. No, the story is real. Is it? They, they did find just a... Just put that in. I, just through a little bit of... Obviously, Crystal Swing haven't been around for eight billion years, but I met Derek from the band on... What day was he in? Friday. He was in fr- a Friday. What a lovely man. Yeah. Lovely fella. Yeah. He was the fella, though, He when he was doing the Hucklebook... He's, there's a video of Crystal Swing doing the Hucklebook, and I always thought that if Airtricity... Uh, wired up his knees. <laughs> he, he, he could generate enough electricity to keep Cork going he probably could. for 30 years. <laughs> but they did, they found this, uh, some signal from 8 billion years ago. How they know it's from 8 billion years ago and how they know it's from some, I don't know, it's mind-blowing stuff. That is mind-blowing. Um, I, can I just stop you there? Yeah. I read another little bit of spacey news over the weekend. Did you hear about this? Well, Apparently there's a meteor 
hurling towards the earth at oh. the moment that's three times the size of Mount Everest. Yeah, it's when they say hurtling towards the earth, I mean, in cosmic terms, it'll miss us by a couple of billion miles, maybe. Oh, really? But it's, clo- it's, it's too close for yeah. comfort. But they, right. they always do that with the headlines. Meteorite hurtling for Earth. Yeah. We're all doomed. Independence we'll, Day styling. We'll, we'll be grand. <laughs> and if it did hit, like if it takes out like Athlone or the Midlands, we'll be grand down here. So <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll be all right. Stay away from Cork. Uh, a bride has requested a divorce after just one day of being married to a man after her husband violated her in front of their guests at oh. the reception. Uh, when it came to the tradition of rubbing a piece of cake on her face. Is that a tradition? Yeah. Really? Is it? it is, yeah. You just kind of... You just prop- didn't you do it? No, didn't I didn't. did you rub not. any cake on Rachel's face? She would have decked me. Would she? Yeah. yeah you see, you've had, your, you've had your, your makeup done and everything. You know what? You've already it rubbed- is a tradition, though, Casey. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. So instead of uh, rubbing cake in her face, he grabbed her by the head <gasps> and pushed her face right, right into the whole cake. He didn't. Yeah, and she wants a divorce. The, oh. the wedding last eight hours. Why would he do that? Oh my God. I mean, like, she, was, she was destroyed. It's very funny though. Like, I mean, not for her, obviously, the poor old thing. I don't know what you'd do if you saw someone do that. But, uh, and it was quite creamy on the top as well, this particular <laughs> wedding cake. So she, <laughs> she was absolutely oh, lads. destroyed. You see, there's a time for a joke and I don't know. Yeah. Do you got to walk around for the rest of the day and say she just left straight away, did she? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what is Cork's shortest <laughs> wedding. Oh. Uh, are, are, were you involved in the shortest ever wedding in Cork? Like, I mean, it lasted a week, maybe. Oh, really? Do maybe maybe even a, a couple of hours. <laughs> Any stories for us? 086-8104-106. Red FM Breakfast with KC. Morning, 7.18 is the time. It's Monday morning. That's Kungs versus Cookin on Three Burners and This Girl. Which is going to be Victoria's walk-in music on it her is. wedding day. Yep. Yeah. Great tune. But you need to go, like, I mean, the, the walk-in will last about 60 seconds. Right, okay. So you need to cut the song to the... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the bit, yeah. yeah. And get all the people in, in the cathedral to do this. Yeah, and, and they'll all be up on... Uh, at your wedding, they'll all be up on tables, all wearing English shirts, going... <laughs> Isn't that the... <laughs> that's what's going to happen. <laughs> don't think so. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if... I don't think I'm getting an invite to this one. Next, to be honest with you. I just don't think so. Come here, it's eight days to Halloween and 63 sleeps to... That'll do. Uh, but anyway, just get yourself ready for Halloween um, and the kids are going to... Uh, is it lands on a Tuesday, I think? It, is it does it? land on a Tuesday. A do you know what was one. on over the weekend was The Shining? Yeah. Haven't seen it for a while. Still creepy. Still really yeah, yeah, yeah. creepy. And then yeah. it got me thinking about scary movies. Okay. Like, what's a, what scary movie had you totally freaked out? Can you remember watching one? It. Uh, yeah. Stephen King. Yeah. That one, that one kind of ruined clowns for a lot of people. Oh, really? Yeah. What a, like, I mean, Jaws is technically a scary movie. I think Jaws ruined everybody's beach swimming Absolutely for most of the 80s and 90s in this country. I can re- remember being yeah. really freaked out by Jaws as a kid. Yeah, yeah. People wouldn't even go sit in the toilet no. after they watched. No, they wouldn't. Or in the bath, or yeah. in the local swimming pool, or any of the above. Yeah, anyway, we'll get back to your horror films in a little while. I spotted this over the weekend. I think this is one of the saddest stories I've ever seen. And I'm siding on the side of the lady in this story so her name is Amal Hanna she's a bus driver over in America she drives kids to school every day has been doing it for years and years parents love her teachers love her and then 
she lost her job. She's also going through chemotherapy at the moment. She's got cancer. So she's lost all her hair. She's going through intense chemotherapy and they just sacked her because of this. It's a mistake. It was a mistake. Bus driver Amal Hanna is beside herself after being fired for drinking while driving children from school in Smithtown. Hanna grabbed what she thought was a regular seltzer, a white claw that her roommate had left in the fridge. Normally I take a snack and food because the chemo, I have to eat and stuff and I'm working late. Suffering through chemo treatments, Hanna has trouble tasting and says she didn't taste any alcohol. We spoke with several parents who said Miss Amal was meticulous, always on time, and and treated their children as if they were her own. I love my company. My company is so good to people. Hannah's hope now is that the We Transport bus company's reputation will be restored. She, she's living with somebody who pop, took a white claw, a can of white claw out of the fridge, thought it was just a regular fizzy drink. Yeah, but it was alcoholic. Uh, there's alcohol in it, but she had it on the front of the bus while parents were getting on and she left it in a kind of a cup holder. So one of the parents said, what the hell is she drinking on the job? Yeah. She didn't realise. Yeah, so it was a genuine mistake. I, I'm feeling it's a genuine mistake. I'm with you there, I'm on her side as well. And, and you can see um, in, in the video and the comments, there are hundreds of comments of people who said this genuinely happened to them. Some of their kids opened these cans. There you go, because it isn't, you know, it looks just like a mineral, like yeah, a, a fizzy, fizzy water kind yeah, of a drink. Yeah, okay, it's, yeah. The cans are white. It's got white law written on it. Obviously, if you look at the back, there's like whatever, 4% alcohol is in there. What is it? Like, is it a kind of a mixture of fizzy water and, and spirits or something? I don't know. Never had one. No, don't even know uh, if they sell them here, but it's called White Claw, is it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, listen, that sounds like a mistake that she yeah, made. Massively, massively. But there's a huge campaign on over there to get her, her job I'm back. I'm not surprised. And, uh, and get her back uh, driving the kids again. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. I'm blown away by it. We're ants on a rock, Victoria. We're just little tiny ants on a rock hurtling through space on this spaceship. (laughs) But what a time to be alive. Yeah. Because over the weekend was the International Burping Festival. And we have a new... We have a new, a new champion who managed to get over 130 decibels in front of a crowd of about 10,000 people. This is an annual event, and every year people gather for this particular festival, get up on stage, and do their thing. And their thing is a burp. It has a, a decibel a decibel meter, which uh, registers the, the loudness of the burp. Would you like to hear what the world's loudest burp is? I got a feeling you're going to play it to me anyway. Chalk it down. Here. <laughs> Is that it? That was it. That was it? Yeah. Does it not have to be, like, measured on the, on its length or anything like that? Well, whatever you're into yourself, Victoria, I prefer to uh, to go with the actual loudness of the decibel. Right. Yeah, that's how they that's how they measure it. And now you're thinking, you, you're looking for something that sounds like a Jurassic Park yeah. roar. No, it's just, it's it's done solely on the loudness of the burp. And I mean, like, that is that is 130 decibels right there. The intake. <laughs> And the crowd go wild. (laughs) (laughs) What a time to be alive. Told you a story about a bride has requested a divorce after one day of being married after her husband violated her in front of their guests at a reception. Uh, When it came to the tradition of uh, rubbing a piece of cake on their face. It's like, you know, sometimes you see videos and the the husband will take the fork and just under the nose. Or feed it to her, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He grabbed her by the back of the head and buried her face into the cake. 
destroy like I mean wedding makeup I mean you're there you're in that hot seat for a couple of hours oh you'd be like a dog you, you can't just uh, you can't just get a few wet wipes <laughs> oh, and, and clean it off <gasps> and come back into uh, into the wedding so she has uh, she called her divorce yeah well listen. the wedding ended Bare on the day men. that it happened <laughs> And the question I have for you this morning, we're looking for, what was Cork's short? His marriage, were you involved in it? Was it, was it your marriage? <laughs> How long did it last for? I got a message here. Do you want to hear this? Go for it. Shortest, mari- shortest marriage ever, right? One of my brothers married on a Thursday, finished the marriage on a Tuesday, dragged us all to a foreign country for the wedding. Gets better, the travel company they booked with went bust and offered our money back or alternative routes. They chose alternative routes. <laughs> we had to drive Cork to Dublin, fly Dublin to Manchester, wait for 17 hours and then fly to Cyprus only to find out on the night of the wedding that there was an affair involved. Oh my God. Oh, wow. that is a proper episode of EastEnders. Man, <laughs> your man Richard, what's his name? Notting Hill writer. Yeah, Get that, that's a script for Curtis. <laughs> Four weddings and a funeral, yeah. literally. <laughs> Oh man, alive! I have, oh. a me- I have a message in here from Tom, who's suggesting that he knew someone from down the quote Downey's Cork direction. Uh, their marriage lasted only three weeks, and again, I think it was a case of somebody was uh, was uh, playing away from home. Playing, uh, yeah, had an old played the front nine. Played the front God. line, yeah. Um, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> Is that the shortest one we have so far? Well, Thursday to a Tuesday. Thursday to a Tuesday is That's definitely, fairly, uh... you know, just a few days on that one. Can anybody beat that one, please? 0868104106, that is our number. Um, right, little rewind for you back on Friday. When we were skipping into the weekend, full of the joys of the weekend, I uh, brought you another one of these little calls. Having the crack on the flower shop call when you turn a random florist into a rapper. Flourish. Is that the flower shop in Athenry in Galway? That's right, yeah. What can I do for you? My auntie had a bit of an accident the other day. She was getting Easter eggs out of the press last Sunday and uh, she slipped and she badly damaged her hip and she has to go in for a hip operation. And I'm just wondering if I could send flowers into the hospital, please. That's no problem. We deliver there nearly every day. Uh, One thing we're thinking about, we have, we have different ranges now. It depends on what kind of your, your budget was. What do you think, 40, 50? The norm for hospitals normally for, for that kind of thing will be about, you get a lovely one there for about 40, 45 euros. I'll go with that one, so. But listen, this is very important. Instead of a greeting card, what I need you to do, and I'll pay you an extra tenner for this because it'll take a bit of your time. I want to put the lyrics of her favourite song on a greeting card. Would that be possible? I'm taking out, let just get a buyer on camel. What would you like the card to say? Okay. Shorty had them. Shorty had them. Apple. Apple. Bottomed jeans. Bottom jeans. Two hours later. We have to say low seven times as well, okay? Low seven times. Low, 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 low. low, low. Excellent. Really good. Uh, Now, just to make sure that we have that message correct, could you read all of that back to me, please? Thank you very much. Shorty had them apple bottom jeans. Boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, Shorty got low, 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 low. Them 
baggy sweatpants and the Reebok with the straps. She turned around and gave that big booty a smack. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, Shorty got low, 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 low. Is that it now? Oh, well done. That was that was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, okay. I'll get you my credit card details there now and I'll pay for those. Thank you so much. Good man. When you hear KC, you know you're listening to Cork's Red FM. It's Monday morning. Make sure you give that big booty a schmeck. Get out of bed. 628. Here's Hosier. Red FM. Good morning.